following podcast is a special presentation of Answers for Elders featuring Evergreen Washelli. And welcome back to Answers for Elders Radio. We are here with our wonderful Dan White from Evergreen Washelli. And we're all talking, wrapping up the month about crossroads and transitions. And I really felt it's important to have you on, Dan, is the last interview segments, to, last two, because obviously a big crossroads is preparing for dying. Yes, I would absolutely agree, and thank you for having me here. I'm so glad you're here because it's a topic that it's hard for families to talk about, and so you may, you may not really necessarily know what needs to happen, um, what happens, you know. So let's just, let's, we're going to take two, these last two segments of the show, and we're going to talk about the conversations that sometimes are really difficult to address. And first and foremost, obviously, Dan, we want to talk about, like, if you're not to that stage yet, it's important, obviously, to pre-plan. And why is that? Well, Suzanne, pre-planning does a, a lot of things. Yeah. Uh, probably the most important thing that it does for families, those that are actually doing the pre-planning, is it really brings them peace of mind. Mm -hmm. It really relieves them knowing that their wishes are going to be honored, right? that how they want their life to be celebrated is written down, mm -hmm. which is really what we, we ask people to do. Mm -hmm. If you do nothing more than write down what it is you want, that's a very important step. And for that purpose, we have what we call a pre-planning guide that is used. And with that pre-planning guide, it has an awful lot of information, actually a wealth of information that will be important to the survivors that you leave behind. Because as people, we we want our loved ones to be able to mourn, to be able to make mm -hmm. that transition, to be able to focus on getting Very through the grief so. stages, to, to move on with their life, but still remember us. It's important that uh, we don't leave problems for those that are left sure. behind. Well, and I think, Dan, you touch on a really important part as far as when you think about who you're leaving behind. <clears throat> I know with a pre-planning situation, it's like I would lay you odds that there are a lot of seniors out there that have certain ideas of what they want when they pass away, but because they don't have the conversations that, you know, with their, with their survivors, um, their ch kids show up the day after they die or, the, you know, the next day, and they're looking at you guys at Evergreen Washelli, and they have no clue what mom or dad really would want. So they end up doing things, you know, a lot more extravagant that maybe that senior loved one would want. And you bring up a really good point when you talk about that. At uh, We call it emotional overspending mm -hmm. because sometimes, you know, you're, you're never entirely with your loved one for most of their life, especially mm -hmm. if we're talking about a parent sure. and when kids are involved. A lot of times with the parents if and the spouse is involved, they may have a better idea. But certainly when children come on behalf of their parents, they don't. And if there are several children, mm -hmm. then, of course, we have several different ideas of mm -hmm. what mom or dad may have wanted. But even more importantly, what happens is that even after they make those decisions, mm -hmm. I have family members tell me that they're just not sure. And so they walk out of our facility, out of the, the funeral arrangements, and always wondering, 
if they really did right by their parents. Right, right. And I I go back to when my father passed away, Dan. Yeah. Um, he always told us what he wanted, but he never put it in writing. He never pre-planned. So when it came time for him to pass away, his wife did exactly the opposite of what he asked for. He, She overspent. They did the same thing because it was what she wanted for him, not really what he wanted. And you know, that was something that I often struggled with <clears throat> because I always felt like, should I, you know, should I create that battle? battle? But, you know, I chose not to because really she was his wife at the time. And I thought, you know, he would do what makes her happy anyway. But there's still that point. Had he pre-planned, um, he would have been cremated and right. he would have had those things in place. There wouldn't have been that discussion. Instead, she spent like like $18,000 on a right. <laughs> casket and all of this stuff that he would have been happy to just spend $1,500 and be yeah. cremated. <laughs> and, and so you bring up, that's an, an excellent point. I'll share a story with you that just happened to me on my plane ride back from Arizona after visiting my father. Mm. Uh, sitting next to me happened to be a, a young woman uh, in her early 40s. Mm-hmm. And we just started talking, and she had lost her husband unexpectedly uh, when she was 29 in Mm. a motorcycle accident. Wow. And so even at 29, even though she is the spouse, Mm -hmm. the funeral arrangements and everything were taken over by her husband's parents because they were involved and more... uh, speaking about the loss of a son Mm -hmm. in this case, and yet she had just lost her husband and the mother of her three sons. Mm -hmm. And she was not allowed to do the things that she knew that her husband wanted because, again, they had not pre-planned. They hadn't written anything down. So it's very important from that standpoint. I mean, we all think that we're going to live forever We all think that nothing's going to happen to us, but it is never, ever too young to start pre-planning and writing things down. Absolutely. And and just to have those difficult conversations. I know that in in many cases, families just don't talk about those things. And, you know, to find a way that you can sit down with your senior loved one and really, you know, have those conversations and then follow through. Whether you go to Evergreen Wash Alley or any other, you know, funeral um, company here, make sure that you follow through with that wish. And it's my understanding, Dan, don't, don't the cost of funerals like double, like like every what three four years or something like that. Every five to seven years, they pretty <clears throat> That's much outrageous. Do it, well, it is, but when you think about it, it's like any other business. It's mm-hmm. just like buying a car. It's just like running a radio station. Look, right? Rents go up. Sure. Staffs goes up. Payroll go up. Uh, equipment that you purchase continues to rise. So it's the same thing in the well, funeral and it's, business. And you're buying well. a piece of property obviously for a grave yeah. right yeah. so property values go up and nope. and that's what makes so 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 obviously the the advantage then is to pre-plan and you lock that price in we do and that wasn't that you we were able to do that uh many years ago but in today's uh, uh environment we are able to do that so that's great if you purchase something at 2018 those services that we guarantee that we provide mm-hmm. 
will lock in and remain at that price, whether you use them in 2028 or 38 or 48. Those won't go up. So we are talking to Dan White from Evergreen Washelli. And Dan, tell us a little bit about Evergreen Washelli, where you're located. We're located at 11111 Aurora Avenue North. I love that. So I, I know. It's, uh, <laughs> it's pretty nice up there on, on Aurora. Uh, and uh, we have 160 acres, so two sides of the road. I'm sure a lot of people know where we are and have been there. Absolutely. And we just finished up with our great Memorial Day uh, presentation. Yes. And here we are already moving into July. Time just goes by very Isn't quickly. Isn't it crazy? Yes, Isn't it crazy? It and then um, you also have a, a location in Briar. That is correct. We have a location in Briar, and we call that Abbey View Memorial Park. It's a park where we have about 80 acres, but only about 25 are developed, and mm-hmm. it's a very beautiful park, probably one of the only ones that are surrounded completely by residential. Mm-hmm. That's uh, awesome. Of, of that So size. beautiful up there. Yeah. And then you have a um, life, Lifetime Celebrations in Bothell. Tell us a little about Correct. that one. And so Lifetime Celebrations in Bothell <laughs> is a standalone funeral home. Mm-hmm. The actual funeral home has been there for over 100 years mm-hmm. as Bothell Funeral Home. Evergreen Washelli took that over in 1999, and uh, it's just a lovely little place. It's more intimate. If you're interested mm-hmm. in having a service which is intimate, this is a great it's place to It's a great location, that. too. Mm-hmm. And Absolutely. plenty of free parking and things like that, which is great. Yes. So to wrap up this segment, we're talking basically about, you know, in advance as far as pre-planning. Um, we have about two minutes or so. What I guess at the end, what kind of advice would you give someone that we haven't discussed yet? Probably the biggest piece of advice is don't procrastinate. Because even though we think about it and through all the surveys Mm -hmm. that have been out there, people believe it's a good idea, let's pre-plan, let's do it. Mm -hmm. But they just don't take action. And I can tell you and share with you that there are many people that I've met with a week ago or two weeks ago, and then the wife calls or the husband calls and says that their spouse has just passed away. Mm-hmm. And it's it's just it's devastating. It's sad. And mm-hmm. it's not it's just not doing the responsible thing. Doing well, and, it the right way. And what you're saying too, how many times do we see wife is taking care of the husband? Husband is ill and we assume that husband's gonna be the first one to pass away. But the caregiver, the wife, is the one that ends up passing away. This happens more often than you can imagine. So understand that it's not just preparing for husband in advance. It's also preparing for the wife. For the wife. Absolutely. And, and, you know, and making sure that both of their wishes are honored. And, you know, as an adult child, um, you know, I would, I guess in closing is, is to pay, you know, just to have those conversations, you know, in a very quiet, sincere way, and just to find out, you know, what you can do to help them share that their wishes and that you want to honor them. And I think that's the, ma- the main well, message. And it probably, in my, in my feelings, it is the best gift of love that you can truly show that totally other person. Totally agree. So. Totally agree. So, Dan, tell us how we reach you. The best way to reach me is probably by my cell phone, 425-241-2853, or you can reach me by email at dwhite at washelli.com. And Dan would be more than happy to talk to any of our listeners about 
how to just get that conversation started, as well as come out and meet with your family and talk to you a little bit about what what the options are for you. Absolutely. Well, Dan, we're so glad you're on the show today. Thanks again. All right. Thanks, Suzanne. This has been a special presentation of Answers for Elders featuring Evergreen Washelli. For more information about Evergreen Washelli, their website is washelli.com. That's W-A-S-H-E-L-L-I.com. Hey everybody, Jared Sebesti, your host of Retire Repurposed. This podcast is dedicated to help people transition into fulfilling and purposeful retirements. Retirement is a big life change. In fact, the two most dangerous years of a person's life are the year they were born and the year they retire. Few people could just flip the switch from working a career 30 or 40 plus years retiring on Friday without methodical steps to living what we call a repurposed retirement. To listen now, search Retire Repurposed on your favorite podcast platform, Senior Resource, or Life Audio.